Welcome to another episode of Savagely Paranormal After Dark. This week, or tonight, we have our special guest, Tegan, which is another one of our lead investigators, kids. April. It's yeah, April's my spawn. Spawnling. <laughs> I don't know. It could be mine. <laughs> never know. And tonight, he's going to tell us some savage stories. So, I'm going to start out with, um, so, back, what, five years ago-ish? Uh, okay. When, when I first had the room. Uh, no, it's been more than five years ago. Five, six, we'll go six, six, seven. Probably seven, eight. Close enough. All right. So Some years back. Yeah, <laughs> Some exactly. years back. So, I got the room. Uh, we just had it situated. I had my bed in the back left corner. And over here, I had, like, a play area. So I had all my toys set up. Uh, specifically, I had a Lego drawer. This room, yeah. This room, yeah. yeah. Uh, all, most of the stories in this house come from this room. <laughs> <laughs> so I was... I, I loved Legos, played with them more than I did anything else. And so the one day, I was playing with them, and I just scattered them all over my room. I went to sleep. And thought nothing of it. I wake up. All of my Lego guys are just my drawers open, and they're all set up, standing up in rows inside of my uh, my drawer. And the same thing would happen every night. And then the one day I called my mom in, and she looked at it the night before it happened. I they were all over. We woke up, and then they were all lined up in the thing again. Somebody got tired of me yelling at you to pick up your toys. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a supernatural energy entity uh, stepped on one too many Legos. Right. <laughs> Those things hurt. Even in the afterlife. <laughs> so, I have a question. Yeah. Did it scare you? At first it did, and then it didn't really scare me after that. I just... Oh, he's a tough guy. <laughs> he's a tough guy. Me, no scare. So, at the beginning, it didn't scare me because I thought, okay, maybe mom walked in when I woke up, put him in there. Because I had an hour to kill while you are sleeping. You never know. <laughs> and so, you know, at that age, you was your firstborn, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was her, and then it kept happening. And then I called her in the one day, and she's like, yeah, no, it wasn't me. And ever since then, my mom, we had an idea. We, what, Sandy's what, my aunt? Grandma, something like that. I, I don't know. What are you going the, to with I'm Sandy? With the, the board. The I screen. didn't get that from Sandy. We got that from somebody. I don't know. It's, I, that's irrelevant. I, I, I so, came up with the idea yeah. Yeah. to put a Scrabble board out with the letters yeah. because that has been known that they can use those to leave a message. So yeah. I told him to try. And then I sat that down with the Legos. They were all next to each other. Then I woke up the next morning. There was hello written out, and then all the Legos were back where they were. Interesting. Kind of sounds like the uh, the Lego men were going to war, and they ride at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> war on Tegan. Well, the funny war. thing is, is this room, when we moved in, this room always smelled like smoke. Always. Yeah. And still to this day, we've been here almost 10 years, and you'll walk in here, and you can still sometimes get a whiff of smoke. And this is a room that our producer seen the thing run into. Like no, he didn't. no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He don't believe crit. in that stuff. It the ran letter. out of it ran out of this room into the other room. Yeah. The no. little critter. It ran out of that room into oh, here. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Wrong way. I was right. See, were you inside the mirror when that happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it was our, on the reverse side. That's what yeah, it looked like. I was in there because I didn't want to be out here anymore. 
our producer, the lovely Jake, <laughs> he is seeing something run from another room upstairs into this room when they first, very first mm-hmm. moved in. Which ensued them ripping apart every room in the upstairs of the house to try to figure out which creature got in. It was roughly the size of a cat. A little bigger. It was black. Go figure. And he swears he saw it run out the door along the wall and took off in here. We literally pulled everything out of this room and that room. And there was nothing. But he doesn't believe in it. It looked like a weasel, but it was bigger than a cat. And I, right across from this door is the bathroom. <clears throat> and I was standing in the doorway of the bathroom when I saw that happen. Everybody had just walked into different rooms. And I saw that, and I hollered for them because I thought someone was going to get chewed on. Nope. Apparently not. Apparently it was just a spirit animal thing. Well, so it, it makes me wonder because he says he sees that thing downstairs. I wonder if that's the same thing. I don't In case know. you are wondering, our lovely producer, not on camera, is pointing to Caden, which is sitting in the corner. He was our last episode of Savagely Paranormal Savage Stories. Well, animals can be spirits, too. I will say, I was standing in the bathroom the one day, this is a couple of years ago. Um, I don't remember what I was doing, cleaning or something. And I had turned around and I looked and I said, oh, hi, tequila. And then it clicked. I was like, oh, shit. Keela's been dead for like five years. What the? And I looked, she was gone. But she was clear as day sitting right there between the tub and the toilet, wagging her tail, looking at me. So, back on topic. Have you had yeah. anything else happen? <laughs> so, not really in the room. There's minor things I don't fully remember, so I'm not going to go into it. But um, after all of that, uh, mom was in a new ghost group and they invited them all to come up here to do an investigation. This is before Caden was in the room and all that. And they ended up uh, catching whatever it was on an EVP. It was an older lady. Yeah, it was an older lady. And she was having a full conversation with them. And she asked, are you the one moving the Legos? And clear as day, it came out with a yes. She was just trying to make friends with him. Probably an old grandma-type lady who saw him as a grandkid. Then, after all this, the room and the investigation is when, not bad, but weirder, crazier things started happening, like with dreams and stuff. Okay, now I'll, I'll get into it. I, thought, I was so, leaving room for questions. Uh-uh. So, <laughs> based off what our previous guest, Caden, said, I'm guessing this room constitutes people having odd dreams? Yeah. Probably, yeah, I would say that. Like more, not so much as constitute like uh, influences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never slept in this room. Now I've slept in Caden's room downstairs. Um, like when he's not here, I'll go stay with the cat. But I've never had any experience when I'm down there sleeping. But I never slept in this room. Have you had experiences in this room? Yeah, yeah all this the was ex- the Lego. Oh, I mean the Lego. <laughs> My hiccups. <laughs> Besides the Legos, have you seen anything like people? <laughs> Cut off, no more. No, that's not the critter. That's Megan. It's not the mouse. <laughs> it's my hiccups. Um, have you se- <laughs> have you seen like people, entities, creatures, creatures from this room? Oh my freaking! Um, creatures from this room. So 
short answer, I'm just going to say not really. Like, I haven't seen it in person. That's not a short room. answer. Well, you, you know what I mean. Like, I haven't seen it in person, like, staring at it in the room. But I've seen, like, a dark figure in my dreams in the room here. Have you experienced experienced anything since you moved downstairs? Um. Yeah, when I moved, the dreams, uh, when I moved downstairs, the dreams cut out. But that's when uh, something else I'll get into later. That's when something else started happening. All right, so back up and go back to your dreams. Okay, so the dreams, ever, so I, my thought on the dreams is after. Can we hear the dreams first? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay, so, (laughs) so I would, all right, so I would have dreams of like my most, like the best memories I have. For example, I don't remember, was it like my pasta bread? Oh my god, yes. So you know that park? Yeah. With like the spinny tunnel? Yes. Yeah. You walking up there singing your pasta bread song. I was having song. dreams of that and like the dream would be playing vividly and then there would be like this dark figure standing in the corner. It's like watching mm-hmm. and like staring. And then I would look around and like dad would be missing. Like it was always a dream of a good memory and then something like traumatic happening. Okay. So like I would have a dream, I went down the slide and I look up, dad's gone, nobody's at the park, I'm just there alone for myself, and then I wake up. The next dream I remember, it was when we were moving into this house, mm-hmm. we were coming in and the U-Haul just came in, dropped off the stuff, and you guys were bringing it in. And Grandma KK took me in the car, because you guys didn't want me here for all that. And I had a dream that we got in a car crash, and we're going somewhere, and then the dark figure was the one driving the car that crashed. So there's that. So just a whole bunch of I would love to crazy. elaborate on that, but I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh so it's just a whole bunch of traumatic things happening. It it was like six, seven, eight years ago. That's not something that you would come to your mind out of nowhere being that young. No, but it could be I mean it doesn't have to be paranormal. Oh, it yeah. could be just the typical fears of yeah. a kid, you know, yeah. a good memory and then you know, yeah. the black thing could be your subconscious, uh, one of your fears. Yeah. Not saying it's not paranormal, yeah, but it could yeah. be explainable. Yeah. So, like, Keaton, have you ever had any dreams about houses? No. Well, I mean, like, not like this house, but yeah. like... No, I haven't had anything like that. Um, yeah, the only dreams that I have had with stuff going on like that are, like, vivid memories that I could play back second by second right now like my top memories and so more like lucidity type dream kind dreams of, kind of yeah <sighs> freaking hiccups so what happens downstairs downstairs so after i moved i have been having like random out of body experiences and like Ooh, feeling that and feeling that like i'm being constantly watched or something like that so with the out of body and stuff I could just be sitting there or sitting at my desk at school and then out of nowhere I blink and it's great. I can like see the back of my hair. I can see, I can't see in front of me. It's like someone standing behind me and I'm looking through their point of view. Like I can see the back of my hair. The one time I was testing it out and I looked to the left and I saw myself look to the left. Hmm. That definitely sounds like ash projection in some form or lucid dreaming, depending. It sounds like he's awake. If he's awake, it's most yeah, likely he's projecting. And that started. Put your hair's my leg. 
<laughs> yeah, that started after I moved downstairs, and that was what really got me thinking about like the paranormal and stuff. And that's when I really started getting into it with my mom and asking questions and trying to figure stuff out. And I've told her about it before. I don't remember you telling me that. She part. just said to not think much of it and don't remember you telling me that part the more you think about it the more you give it attention the worse it can get yeah Yeah. um back to your comment of how you feel like you're watched in your room does it come from any specific point or is it just an all over like it's looking at you from the ceiling it's uh there's three places mostly one is behind so i i don't have a closet but i have like a a hanging rack they hang clothes on and i have one of those I, it's like coming from behind that so for just so you get a visualization his room is a box okay yeah. this is the door this is the wall right here that's caden's room is on the other side that's where the bed is this is the window um this is the clothes rack yeah. and then his desk is right there yeah so it's like right behind the clothes rack right there where nothing could potentially fit mm-hmm. yeah because it's, it's right up, right against, up the against the wall and the other one is like uh right by the top ceiling above my desk right over there that one that one's the most common and then the other one's uh right where my dream catcher is which is so here's the window it's right by the window right there does the one above the desk um scare you the most yeah that one's that one it like unsettling paranoia keeps you awake the one night i just sat there i didn't even try to i looked at it and i just got locked into looking at it for like two hours and i just could not sleep did you see anything or it were was you just looking? so i couldn't see a thing it was like an orb it was like a area that was darker than the rest like the room was dark <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's like the street light coming in through the window but it was just pitch black right in that corner so it was kind of like a um, black misty type thing but not see-through yeah it was more like like a perfect circle right in that area interesting hmm. so it, so- it sounds like you have a a dream catcher problem like Caden does yeah probably yeah. you should probably consider cleansing said dream catcher yeah. yeah do you think your mom being a paranormal ex- Ex- well, exterminator, <laughs> investigator. Has, I will exterminate your ghosts. Do you think her being so wrapped into the paranormal and us always being here, obviously, because we're always here as a team, plays any part in your experiences? I do feel that um, with you and Mary being well, Mary's the old psychic in the group. No, no, who was it? What was your name then? Not in our group. No, your your old group. Megan's yeah. the one in this group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, I do feel that when you guys were here, there's a different feeling in my room. Like, it's the tone's off a bit. But um, hmm. other than that, not really. I feel like whenever they would do investigations in there, it would change the feeling after for a day or two. Uh, it felt... I, whenever I'd go in there, I'd feel stressed after an investigation or something like, like it was unsettling to be there. And just for the record, I have never been in Tegan's room unless otherwise yeah. invited into yeah. Tegan's room because <laughs> I try not to go into the children's yeah. quarters unless invited so that I'm I've, not stirring up yeah. any of the activity. I've been invited into Caden's room. I've never been in Tegan's room. 
Yeah. I think I've been into Tegan's room one time, and that was for him to help me figure out yeah, something with computer video. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> from the, the original vibe that you got from her old group and now yeah. with us here, do you feel any different when I'm here? Not really. I mean... I do, does it change the vibe from when it's just Megan and your mom? Um, if it's just those two, it's a lot. Um, yeah, it's like I said, it's stressful. But when you're here, it's not as bad. It's like a ta- like, say with them here, it's a nine. It's like a seven to eight when you're, it goes down slightly. Like it's a little more easy. No, it's just us. M- m- like maybe me. I just need to take a trip in there. Go for it. <laughs> they don't like me. It's okay. We know that. We know I'm the problem. I'm always the problem. Not many like me, so. I mean, because we go in and we're like, listen here, yeah. buddy. I don't play games, so they You're not going to mess with our kids. And no. even though you're not technically birthed by me, you are my child. Yeah. You're not going to, we're not going to do that. No. You, you you're like, eh, okay, we're just going to feel it out and see how it feels. Yeah. Every night when I go to bed, I give them all the lecture. <laughs> Leave the freaking kids alone, damn it. No. (laughs) You're going to mess with somebody, you're going to mess with me because I can can stick up for myself. My my shirt is going to say, bring it. Bring it? Yeah. (laughs) Bring it. Bring it, bleep. (laughs) Bring it, bleep. Y'all all know how it, what happens when I'm on investigation, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hit or a miss with you on investigations. We and I get a lot of nothing. so appreciate the energy that you put off because it protects us a lot. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, bro. Why do you think I go off on my own? We've got nothing. And we need you to, like, bring it in just, just a little to let things communicate with us, but not so much so they can, like, do the grabby, feely, touchy things, because... All right, back to T. Yeah. So, next up, I have... Oh, I lost my... Pl- okay. So, where did I leave off with the... We were talking about the, inter- the, the, the watches in, the in your room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, the one... What I feel in with the dream catcher... Uh, I do. It's like a very comforting. Let's. Uh, I think mom was saying that that was, that was Uncle, Uncle Wayne. Yeah, she said that he follows me around and stuff, and he's watching out for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel comforting. And it's it's hard to explain. It's like I don't know. I would say like soothing. You never got the chance to meet him, yeah. and he was a very comforting, soothing person. Yeah. However, he was a hard ass. Yeah. And if you were doing something he didn't like, he was not afraid to tell you or smack you upside the head for it. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's possible that some of that anxiety stuff is from him, because if you're doing something he don't approve of, yeah. he's going to tell you. Yeah. It's possible. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Have you experienced anything from when, like, you were little, little, or has it just all been since you guys moved to this house? Um, I was experienced little stuff in our apartment in Painesville. Like, I would see stuff moving around or someone. Oh, yeah, there's something else I'm going to get into. I just remember for here. But um, <laughs> the apartment, yeah, I would see, like, something walking down the hallway. There was this one experience I had. It was me and Caden. We were in a room. There were two beds, my bed and then Caden's bed right there. And it was 1030. We, Dad sent us to bed after... Watching the Muppets or something. And when he would, we had, he would always play that, uh, like a, that one Rainbow Connection song. Oh, God. He'd play that before we went to sleep every night. And where the hell was I? 
I don't know. Work. Probably ignoring I didn't work the, then. I don't know where you were in the basement. Probably ignoring the Rainbow Connection song. I, I didn't know this was that. a nightly thing. I would only Not once night, in a while. Every, every couple nights. But um, yeah. Okay. He, we went to bed and a couple hours later, Caden gets up and he starts mumbling something random. Like it, it sounded like it was... I remember this. It was now. like some random language. It sounded. He was speaking like it almost sounded like Latin. I, yeah. I shit you not. I remember this now. And then he went back to sleep. And then, like a little after that, he just sat up, stared me dead in my eyes with like a blank stare, and just threw up everywhere. You were. You've got to remember that because I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" And it was like the scariest thing I remember sounds from like that apartment. Sounds like you had an exorcist moment. Yeah. <laughs> He, it was crazy. He just was sitting there and he was just like looking back and forth saying like whatever the heck he was saying. And then five minutes pass, he gets up and like eyes wide open, blank stare just right at me and then just puke. Well, they're okay. My kids are special. Okay. Special. They... special. <laughs> we love them dearly. They are all special. Special in our own ways. Special they all act really way. off when they're going, when they start to get sick. Okay, I would always, I could always tell when Tressa was going to get sick because she yeah. would start her night terrors. Yeah. Caden would kind of get goofy too. Yeah. And Caden is the silent instant puker. There is no warning. He could be sitting right there and all of a sudden, bleh, that's, that's Lily, it. That's your warning. That's how so, Lily was for a long time. She did not feel like she was going to puke. She was, she was just puking yeah. for a while. And I'm like, how do you not know that you're feeling that? And he doesn't make a sound. It just comes out. You don't know unless he says something. And he's done it and then went right back to sleep and nobody knows it because he yeah. doesn't make a sound. All right. Anyways, back to your story. Yeah. That reminded me of one from my childhood. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much it. There was that and um, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it that all I can remember the apartment. That was forever ago. Mm-hmm. So that's all I remember from there. And I don't remember anything past like beyond that. So now, since you've, like, lived in this house for a long time, well, you guys have lived here for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Almost 10 years. Yeah, coming up on 10 years. So you were still, like, what, like, four, three, Five, four? Six. He was in kindergarten. We came here halfway through kindergarten. Yeah. Gosh, so, like, years. since you guys have moved in here, have you experienced some of the same things Caden has? Like... Oper- well, obviously yeah. not operation yeah, because yeah. they're selective on who they. <laughs> but have you like experienced any of like the more Native American type spirit things here? No. No. Yeah, I had one. Um, it was. I think it was right before they came, for Caden's Indian girl, to fix scope that out. Um. I had this dream of like a like a war going on, like a tribal war or something, like fighting over land. Interesting. Given the history of Ohio and the area, it's yeah. a good possibility. Yeah. Not all that surprising, but go on. Other than that, I really haven't experienced the same as him. Um, I think that's just a him thing, because like we were saying, he has that beam... He gets attracted to everything. But you attract other things, like, when you yeah. go places. Like, yeah. you've been to, like, the local um, seminary, and yeah, you've yeah. experienced various, maybe not various things there, but, like, I think everybody has experienced yeah. something at the seminary, and 
I don't know. Not me. Like, I got nada. <laughs> I, I got a few stories from there. I got nothing. Have you experiencing experienced things from places that we have taken you to? Yeah. Um, for me, pretty much everywhere I go, I feel something. Like for a day or so after. So you have you have the beacon. Yeah. It's whether or not you think yeah. it's as bright as yeah. other people's, you and still you're have also the beacon. Older. Yeah. Generally, older. little kids. Yeah. Are more open as you grow. It not always, but usually will get you, smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller unless you learn how to keep it. Normally, unless you train yourself. Yeah. How. How it works is as if you started off as some kind of psychic ability as a kid, as you grow, it becomes less and less only because society is telling you that those things aren't real. It's not possible. They're not real. You're imagining it and you're being like indoctrined sort of into not believing. (laughs) Unless you live in a paranormal household that is telling you like, oh, no. Yeah. That is exactly how this works because yep. it is what it is, you know. So, what was your other one that you remember? All right, this is my final closing story. Final closing story. So, ever since, like, as long as I can remember, I've heard voices and like mumbling all throughout the house. Oh, so you hear so. yourself? All right, back to the story. Okay. <laughs> back to the story, April. <laughs> okay, so I, no matter where I am, I'll hear like a voice or something. So there's one night. Oh, yeah. Um, me and Dad, nowhere near each other. I came up. It was a night of one of your guys' podcasts. Um, you guys were all gone. It was probably 12, 31 o'clock. I come upstairs to get a drink, get some water, and I swear I hear from upstairs Dad yelling, Tegan, go downstairs. What no, are you doing? Or something get like that. Get back downstairs. Yeah, get back downstairs. And I look up, and door's closed, door's shut. I come up, knock on the door, ask him, like, what's going on? What's wrong? And he's, nothing. What's, what's wrong with you? And he didn't say anything. Uh, later that night, it I was it heard, was about the same time because yeah. I heard the commotion out here, and that's what made me hear his phone talking. Yeah, he heard that. And the crazy part is, is earlier in the day, uh, my dad's phone and my mom's phone they were calling people on their own. It was no, it was that evening. Oh, that it evening, was yeah. around the same time that you heard the voice. I was sleeping, I was dozing, and I woke up to his phone talking. And I couldn't process what it was saying because I was like 90% asleep. And then it, how did this go? Do you remember? When you're, when I was dozing that night, when your phone started talking and then your mom said it called her, but you didn't call oh, her yeah, yeah. and then that she called weird. you. That was really weird. Yeah. What's weird is that that is not like the first experience that our group has had with that. So we had... Um, a, one of our other clients are um, like our farmhouse Perry farmhouse yeah, client that just happened again the other day it did it just happened the other day so she I was on the phone with her and like it was weird she was out in one of her out buildings and I heard a weird whisper and I was like okay that's kind of weird not thinking anything of it thinking you know like it could be like her husband in the background her kid in the background, something in the background. It didn't really, like, make a whole lot of sense. 
It didn't sound like anybody that I know from them, but, like, I don't really know her two older children too mm-hmm. well, so I couldn't, like, you know, pinpoint <laughs> the voice. But then it happened again a few weeks later, and it just happened to our client and her daughter a few weeks ago. Yeah. So I had... Like, not even a week ago. Like, no, it was, like, three week, days ago. Yeah, like, not even a week ago. Because I had talked to her and... um. She was, she was calling phone. her daughter to deliver a message to her daughter from my daughter, and something started whispering on the phone again. Yeah, but she said that it, her daughter said that it sounded like me, or she said it sounded like me on the phone talking about your, one of your kids, which is really weird because I hadn't talked to her for like, yeah, at least a few hours on the phone, and she's like, that's so weird. Like, it sounded exactly like you talking about April's kid on the phone, and it's just... It seems a lot of things happen on the farm Mm -hmm. with that kind of phenomenon, which is kind of weird. Well, it's energy. It's electricity. It's... But it mimicked... It is a form of communication. It mimicked me this time. Well, that... It was a mimic. It mimicked us when we were there the last time. Yeah, it it really, really mimicked me this time. Like, the last time we were there, we, you know, like, we seen, like, shadow figures and, like, some voices here and there, but not a whole lot. Nothing that would I would prescribe as like a mimic at our downtown, like oh, our, yeah, at no. our farmhouse yeah. investigation, at our downtown Perry investigation. We did have something that mimicked other people, and we're like, that was "Do crazy. you remember if you heard that?" Because I don't remember saying this, but it really sounds like me. But I'm on the recorder in another location. Yeah. At the same time, and I don't know yeah. what so, this is. Back to one of Caden's yeah. stories there that reminded me of my own. Caden, let's see. It's one of the kids. Which one of them. One <laughs> so, of the kids. <laughs> my dad used to check on me and my sisters when we were growing up and come up make sure we were in bed. Yeah. And he told us one night he was sitting downstairs and he was watching TV and he heard a man's voice coming from upstairs. So he goes up to check on us. I'm asleep. Walks in my sister's room. Doesn't see anything. And he's, as he's about to walk out, my little sister sat dead straight up in bed, looked at him, and in a deep man's voice asked him, What are you doing? <laughs> oh, wow. And after that, he said he never checked on us again. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. He said he ran downstairs, looked at my mom, said, I'm not checking on him anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, for um, your dad to say that, that's that's saying something. At, at this point, my little sister was maybe six to eight. Wow. Ooh. For your dad to say that is amazing because when we were in the caboose and we were seeing like the door, like literally move back and forth, and like the other door tried to open on us, and I screamed so loud. She had some liquid courage at that point. It scared me so bad. I was, I'm very impressed knowing that now that he like didn't just know about and run. Yeah. Okay, you walk into a dark room. <laughs> Your youngest child sits bolt upright, no. looks at you in a deep man's voice, and goes, "What do you want?" No. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, good. guys. On that note, um, that's about it for today. Um, like, subscribe, share, turn on notifications. 
send us your savage stories anonymously or send us um, your story and we will remote you in for a podcast with us. Check yes. out our website. Our merch store is live. Get yourself some savage gear. Yes. Some savage merch. Don't forget, if you do not want to be part of our lovely podcast like our kids are so eagerly awaiting to do um message us either on discord or facebook we're we are more, more active, active on discord yes way vastly more active on discord <laughs> but you can also message us on facebook in case or you can message us at hello at savageenergy.com with your stories if you yes. wish to remain anonymous we can accommodate that. We will be more than happy to read your story or have it read for you by someone else. Yep. Preferably not me. <laughs> I, I could take that over. Yeah. Save me on. I'll be your narrator. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's it. Peace out. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Bye.